Hi, I'm Jan. And I'm Lynn. Today, we are starting something new for the summer, what we are calling spotcasts because they are short. So as we've explained, Lamplighters takes a break for the summer from our formal Bible study. Despite our break from formal study, we do not want to take a break from studying God's Word. Exactly. Just independently. So what we've done is to keep us in the Word is we've invited some friends and some of these voices will be familiar and some of them will not. Mm -hmm. But what we're hoping is that they will come and they will share scriptures that have been meaningful and transformative in, in their lives so that we can see through other people how God works. How God is And then work. hopefully recognize in, in ourselves. Our yes. Exactly. Yes. Um, each week, just for your information, there's going to be a new spotcast published on Tuesdays. And we hope that you find them as encouraging and as much fun as we have, you know, and and who knows, you may be inspired to tell a few stories of your own. So, because we never ask our friends to do something that we are not willing to do, Lynn and I are going to start off this morning, um, and I think Lynn's going to go first. Okay. I will go first, but I'm going to start with a disclaimer, (laughs) because I have never been able to pick a favorite anything. Oh, yeah. Uh, When someone asks me my favorite song, my favorite movie, my favorite food, basically, I just freeze and I draw a blank. And it's not because I don't feel passionately about things. It's more that my choice is usually tied directly to my circumstances, Mm -hmm. you know, my stage of life, sometimes even the mood that I'm in. Um, So it's been the same with scripture for me. I have had so many favorite scriptures in my life, and I can look back and see how each one of them has carried me in exactly the way I needed to be carried at that time. There has not ever been anything or anyone else in my life that I've been able to stand on with the complete confidence that I can stand on scripture Mm -hmm. and the certainty of God's word and his promises to me. So let's look at the scripture that is carrying me today at this stage of my life. Currently. Good. Currently. And it is Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 15. And I'll paraphrase it slightly, but it basically <laughs> says, Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Mm. Now, the great thing about Scripture is that it is so personal— And this particular verse feels very personal to me right now. And because it is so personal and it's a feeling kind of thing, I might struggle a little bit to explain this. So if you don't understand what I'm saying, just say, wait a minute, you're not making any sense and I will try to fix it. (laughs) Just go with it, Lynn. It's (laughs) okay. That's (laughs) right. So what I think is that right now this verse sums up what I need to be reminded of on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. First, do not be afraid or discouraged. Now, I can tell you I've never been a particularly fearful person, but oh my goodness, these days. Oh gosh, it's a year of pandemic. I mean, with the information superhighway too, we are just bombarded constantly. You know, if it's not the pandemic, it's, you know, climate change or it's, you know, just, just racial tensions. I mean, there's something always going on. And then you throw in your own personal struggles You know, they can be relationships, they can be health, they can be finances, on and on and on. So it's easy, I think, Mm -hmm. to be more anxious than you've ever been before and fearful. 
So then there's the second, the second part of that, which is the problem of being discouraged. And Jan, as you well know, I am a doing person. My initial response in any situation is, what am I supposed to do? What do I need to do right now? Because it always feels to me like there's something I should do. Well, think about this last year and what it has looked like. What can I do? Nothing. There has been so many times when there literally is nothing that I can do. So that has been very discouraging for me. And I find myself at the stage of life right now where my parents are getting older Mm -hmm. and they live in another city and they need more care, but I'm not there. So I can't do it. And, you know, I have other people in my life, we all do, who have their own issues, whether they're health issues. We've got mental health. We've got physical health. You know, there are financial struggles. There are just all kinds of things that the people that you love and care for go through, and you can't fix it for them, Mm -hmm. no matter how hard you try. So then it brings me to that part of the verse that's the battle part. And what I have realized in this verse and why it's important to me is that my battle is in me. It's within me. Mm -hmm. It is a battle of feeling that I could be more and that I could do more and getting really worked up when I can't. I'm not in control. But what does wanting to be in control point to? It points to a lack of trust in God. Mm -hmm. So this verse is my reminder that I can trust God because he is in control. So it's not about being self-reliant. It's about being reliant on God. Now, notice this verse does not say, try not to be afraid or (laughs) discouraged. It says, do not be afraid or discouraged, period. It's very definitive. It's a command, really. Yeah. And that is my greatest comfort right now. I don't have to be more. I don't have to do more. All I have to do is trust God, not myself, and live in the security that the battle is his and that it's already been won. Mm -hmm. And when I do trust him, and I mean really trust him with everything in me, nothing can separate me from him. And that gives me a peace that I can't get anywhere else. And that is why I'm clinging to this verse right now. That that is marvelous. Um, <laughs> it is astonishing to me, Lynn, how, I don't know why, I'm always surprised, how the Lord dovetails mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. You know, that verse completely dovetails with the verse I picked. Oh. And you and I didn't exchange information before we decided to do this. No, we so didn't. That, it's perfect. It's, you know, it's, I see all of that in you. You know, the battle of the shoulds. Yes. I should be <laughs> able to do this. I right. should be able to do that. And and the fact that your spiritual growth plate right now is trusting in the Lord yeah. and not yourself. And yeah. how gracious of Him to put you in circumstances that you you can't trust yourself. You right. have to trust Him. <laughs> That's right. I'm so sorry. He's a good God. <laughs> yeah, He is. He is very gracious. Um, All what, right. Well, what do you have? Well, um, I was like you. I mean, I have so many yeah. verses that have been important to me and transformative to me that I just kind of got wrapped around that axle thinking, which one, which one, which one? And it finally dawned on me, I'm going to go back to the first one, Mm. the first one that was transformative. Mm -hmm. So yours came out of your current situation. Mine came out of one many, many years ago that has 
come through life with me. Mm -hmm. So my very first transformative significant verse was Genesis 50, 20. Now, I've told this story before, and I know you've heard it, so Mm -hmm. just bear with me. Oh, I will. Many, many years ago, I was in a uh, confused, angry, fearful place, Mm -hmm. very fearful, Um, undergoing a divorce I didn't want, Mm -hmm. trying to be a single mom to two precious children who didn't understand what was going on either, Mm -hmm. and just wondering how we were going to get through the next bill cycle, much less the next year. And it was a dark, dark time for me. Well, in the midst of all of that, my son, who was four and a half at the time, came home from preschool one day and said, actually, he didn't say, he declared, <laughs> uh, Mommy, we need to memorize scripture. Oh. Well, clearly he went to a Christian preschool, right? right and I right. don't know what they had been studying, but I thought that was a good idea. So I agreed and I said, okay. Um, and then I thought, I should begin with something I already know. Oh, yeah. Like John 3.16. Very wise of you. <laughs> yeah, it's something simple. And so I suggested that, and, and he said, oh, no, absolutely not. His bright idea was that we should memorize Genesis 50.20. Okay. I know. And I, I was just like, I didn't even know Genesis had 50 chapters. Right. I mean, that was, I was new in my walk with the Lord, and I thought, what in the world? That just like came out of the blue for me. So if you're not familiar with that part of the text, as I was not, uh, Genesis fifty twenty is the culmination of the story in the Old Testament about Joseph and his brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, Joseph, Joseph's brothers sold him into slavery, and many, many years later, through God's providential hand, he was the prime minister of Egypt during mm-hmm. a famine, and the brothers came to buy grain, and they were reunited. Mm-hmm. So this verse talks about when the brothers first recognized they were staring at the face of the younger brother they had sold into slavery. Okay. I cannot imagine how horrified and shocked they were. Um, I was shocked when I actually read the verse. And it says this, You intended it for evil, but God intended it for good to accomplish what's now being done, the saving of many lives. And Lynn, that was like an explosion of light just wrapped around me. I can't even tell you the impact it had on me. That was, as you said, a very personal communication. Mm -hmm. It was like God had said, Dear Jan. Mm -hmm. And that's the verse he gave me. It was um, something that enlightened the purpose behind what we were going through. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, the pain and the confusion and the misunderstanding had had a purpose, and it was a good purpose. And somehow or another, that made it much better for me, um, that God was in control. Uh, he was at work, saving my life and the lives of my children. And um, like Romans eight twenty eight says later in the Bible, which is similar, another life verse for me, uh, God was weaving all those circumstances together for good, for those who loved us and are called according to His purpose. And that was really uh, something that I took great comfort and and hope in mm-hmm. to realize that the enemy wasn't going to have the last word. Yeah, God was going to have the last word. So it became a life verse for me mm-hmm. that I went back to over and over and over again in different circumstances, just reminding me that my sweet, sweet Lord is sovereign and yeah. He's in control and He's using all things, even those 
things, maybe especially those things that are confusing and I don't understand uh, for good in my life. Okay, so we we worship a God like that. He is alive and he is even at this very moment today as you and I are sitting here, he is redeeming things. And that is such comfort and hope and peace and joy for me. Um, But there's another part to the story (laughs) that has been more recent. Um, You know, just because you have a verse like that, it doesn't mean things change, right? right? Your circumstances are still the same. Mm -hmm. So um, even though I've used that in many, many times that were frustrating or painful or confusing, after all, we've been in this ridiculous year for the last however many, hopefully we're coming to the end of the pandemic. Yeah. But several years after Genesis fifty twenty wrapped itself around my heart, I was in another one of those times mm-hmm. that where I was very afraid. Things were looking very uncertain and unsettled, especially for my kids. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go back and I'm going to read Genesis fifty twenty. Mm-hmm. Well, now, I know this has happened to you. You know how you read something a hundred times mm-hmm. and then there's that one time? Yes. Well, this was the one time uh-huh. I went back and read Genesis fifty twenty, and then I kept reading. Mm. I read Genesis fifty twenty one. What a gold mine that was! So God says, "Do not fear. Mm. I will provide for you." And your little ones. And I just went, oh, man. It was like another light bulb going off. That's such a goldmine of a verse. It's a promise I continue to stand on Mm -hmm. uh, for my adult children, for my now grandchildren, Mm -hmm. uh, for the lamplighters, for our friends who are listening to these podcasts, for friends who ask me to pray for them, for, you know, for anybody, because we are all God's little ones. Yes. And so besides the truth I learned from Genesis 50, 20 Mm. about God being sovereign and redeeming and working all things for good, I learned another really vital lesson, and that is to keep reading Mm. because you don't want to miss the next verse. Yeah. 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 That's a great lesson right there. Um, because we do like to select one little part out, don't oh, we? Yeah. <laughs> it's great to read before and after and put it in context. Exactly. Um, speaking of dev- dovetailing, this morning, um, one of the devotionals that I read in the morning, this was the verse. Was uh, it really? Yes, it was. And I thought, oh, I think this is what Jan is doing this morning. Oh, and, how fun. And once again, the way it spoke to me was just slightly different mm-hmm. than you, but it was, again, about trust. Um, and that's what, I mean, that's why I think we all need to be so diligent about being in God's Word, because it does speak. It speaks right to your heart, and yeah. it speaks to you personally, and, and God will let you know just exactly what He wants you to hear. Exactly right. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming and sharing. Yes, For us you. having the opportunity, and I am really looking forward to next week in our first Spotcast from a friend. I think this is going to be fun. I it think is going to be, be great. Yeah. Okay. So until next time, 